0: The Back Post A-League. with Francis Leach on ABC
1: Grandstand Digital. On this grand final eve as the Western City Wanderers uh, get ready to take on the Brisbane Roar in the Big GF on Sunday, which you'll hear on ABC Grandstand and on the phone app. Grandstand Digital with Al Nicholson and the team. It's uh, shaping up to be an extraordinary game, Cal. Looking forward to it immensely. Dave DeVoodooch, no doubt feeling much the same Chief Football Writer with the Herald Sun and News Limited. G'day, David. Good
0: morning, team. How are
1: we? Uh, Really well. We've got the grand final. The game deserves, I reckon.
0: Absolutely. Their three encounters have been enthralling. Uh, The first one, and only one at Suncorp, was uh, finished with a 3-1 win for uh, for Brisbane Raw. Uh, The other two were one-all draws, and... uh, I went to, uh, the, the one at Pertex dating the second one. It was just such a, a high intensity game and, uh, you know, a real contrast in styles. Obviously the more attacking Brisbane against the, uh, the defensive structured and, uh, you know, organized Western Sydney Wanderers. And I, I think it's going to be a really, really tight contest. I can't see one team or the other really running away with it.
2: Well, Dave, you've said all year, I think since the mid-season, you're on the, the Brisbane bandwagon and that they would win it. But uh, tell us a little bit about the Wanderers and how they can win this final. Obviously, the Premier's played last year. They played in the grand final in their first year, couldn't get the win. This is their second grand final in consecutive years. And you just wonder if a loss, you know, two, two losing grand finals within two years, what that would do to a club.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty bullish about the Western Sydney uh, team as well, although mid-season they they really did uh, drop away at one stage. But, you know, in hindsight, when you look at the the Asian Champions League campaign and the fact that they've uh, had to juggle both... uh, you know both competitions, and of course they've got their Asian, their, their pair of Asian Champions League uh, games after this grand final. They'll head straight to uh, Japan for their game against Sanfrecce Hiroshima. So you know it's a credit to them, and I really think they've come good at the right time of the season. It's interesting. It'll pretty much it's pretty much the same Western Sydney eleven uh, from last year, except you've replaced uh, Dino Kressinger with uh, Walid santa Lab or. Uh, or uh, Tommy Urich up front. Unfortunately, Mark Bridge has been ruled out with an ankle. Um, and, and, but you know, next year it will be a, a real changing of the card with a number of these players leaving. But um, there's a real steely determination about them and uh, I've really liked uh, what they're about over the last few weeks. I think last week they were a touch lucky because Central Coast were absolutely knackered off the back of their uh, trip to Japan uh you know only a few days earlier but uh look they're fit rearing to go i think last year they were missing hersey and uh, larocca through suspension in the final two or three players went in underdone but uh they're all uh fit and rearing to go so really I mean, look the two key players uh, in my view are Ono and Broish and uh Ono was closed down last year in the grand final and uh you know Broish was fantastic again last week won the Johnny Warren medal deservedly on monday night so you know, obviously there'll be a huge focus from one team and the other for on uh, on closing the respective players down.
1: OK, you're absolutely right about how the Wanderers are approaching this. Ante Kovic was speaking about uh, the experience last year and how that stilled them for this weekend, uh, earlier this week on Fox Sports.
2: Look, I don't think we go into this game with anger. Um, there's definitely disappointment from last year that we didn't do the job when it was, when it was most wanting. But we, we go into a game knowing exactly what that feeling is, that dejection, that... Uh, you know, sick in the guts kind of feeling when you walk into that dressing room and there's not a, a word spoken. Yeah. It, it's it's an emotion hard to explain. And it, and I think for the boys, it's good that that's in the back of the head uh, because it's something that you don't want to relive. And I've been fortunate enough to win a grand final and I know the euphoria. So there's yeah. two extremes that you can face on that day. And, and um, you know, right now we're mentally and physically prepared for the game.
1: There he is, Ante Kovic from the Western Sydney Wanderers, the uh, custodian between the sticks for them on Sunday at Suncorp Stadium. Huge crowd expected, Dave, of, of travelling fans as well.
0: Yes, uh, officially a sellout, Francis. It was announced yesterday. Uh, they reckon about ten thousand Western Sydney fans will be uh, will be making the trek north. So uh, fantastic atmosphere, real uh, state of origin uh, atmosphere, I guess, up at SunCorp and um, the, the Wanderers fans. They'll certainly uh, they'll certainly be making just as much, if not more, noise. But to be fair, I was at SunCorp last week. I've been there a few times. The Brisbane Raw fans are. Uh, are absolutely fantastic. They do get good crowds there, although uh, you know sometimes it doesn't look as uh, as good as. You know, perhaps what it is with the, with the 52,000 capacity there, but a great atmosphere, really looking forward to it. I mean, you know, it could carry one team or other uh, over the line, but uh, for the Wanderers fans, they've had to fork out a bit of coin, haven't they? Obviously with the Asian Champions League too, and uh, some of them will be going over to Hiroshima for that uh, round of 16 game afterwards, so, uh, you know absolute credit to all the fans because the, the traveling contingent um you know they add so much to the games in terms of the uh in terms of the atmosphere
2: yeah, I think you're right, Dave. I mean, I can't think of another Australian te- sporting club that has had the fan support like the Wanderers do. How important is it that this is a showpiece? That this is a close, um, enthralling contest? Because it's been a tough, tough year for the A League. The momentum stalled at times. It took a back seat to cricket during summer. Uh, the Socceroos are struggling, and as we know, when the nation's team struggles, that affects the sport. Uh, the ratings have plateau- ratings rather plateaued at times. How important that we get a good contest on Sunday afternoon?
0: Yeah, very important. I think uh, if you look at the last few years, and, uh, you know, there have been close encounters. The TV ratings for the grand final have been fantastic. So, you know, really, um, there's a real feel-good factor about the end of the season. But I guess you look at the other extreme, and you look at Melbourne victories win against Adelaide United in the second A League grand final. What was it? 6-0 when Archie Thompson scored five. And that was an extraordinary event. I guess... Um, you know the, the 50,000 crowd at Etihad Stadium uh, you know probably helped as well but um, I don't think there's any doubt about this being a close contest because as I said they've played three fantastic games both teams are fresh and ready to go there's no you know travel uh, weariness or anything like that Um so, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I'm very confident it'll be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if it does go into extra time. And if it does, I, I think the Wanderers could get up.
1: And just before we let you go, David, other the news this week was Brett Holman's decision to not make himself available for international duty anymore. Uh, is this a consequence of being frozen out by Ange Postacogli? What are you reading here?
0: Look, I was uh, I was pretty shocked with the announcement. He only turned thirty about a month ago. Um, I rate Brett Holman as a player very, very highly. Now, um, there were obviously uh, he didn't make the first squad against Costa Rica. He got called up against uh, Ecuador over in London, although he didn't play. Um, I don't know the full story, but you get the sense that he perhaps saw the writing on the wall in terms of selection for the Brazil World Cup. But uh, look, I, I was pretty vocal in my tweets during the week. I mean, anyone who suggests Brett Holman isn't in the best 23 Socceroos players at the moment has rocks in their head. Um, he hasn't made the greatest career choice. I mean, he didn't make a great career choice going to Aston Villa because he obviously didn't play a lot of football there. And he's gone to El Nassr in the UAE. He actually uh, had an offer from Germany a couple of years ago. And in hindsight, uh, I guess uh, it probably would have been a a smarter move for him to go there, but uh, he's playing every game in the UAE. He's capable of producing magic as he did against Serbia um, at the 2010 World Cup with that one goal. If it wasn't for his goal against Oman in March uh, in Sydney, um, I think, well, the Socceroos would have lost because he salvaged a 2-0 draw. Um, That probably would have meant that we would have had to go through a playoff against Uruguay, which I don't think we would have won. Uh, Holger probably would have got sacked off the back of that game, to be honest, that they have lost. So he's still in the best 23, probably in the best 11. So I'm, I, I am shocked. Uh, and it's going to be a very, very different team uh, in the uh, in the Brazil, France. Compared to the one, uh, the, the one that uh, you know secured qualification back in June.
1: Well, the question is: Did the uh, anyone at uh, FFA or Ange Postecoglou make any effort to try to convince him otherwise?
0: Um, look, knowing Ange, I, I, I doubt that he would have uh, done anything, uh, and, and I mean that with uh, the greatest respect. I mean Ange's, you know, Ange's, uh, you know, got his own. Uh, I guess views. Um, it, it really echoes the the Schwarzer appointment, doesn't it? Um, apparently, there was no phone call or anything like that. But you know, Schwarzer just decided to, to to pull the pin, I guess. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting scenario. I'm not sure Brett was actually going to get picked for the World Cup. I, I think yeah, uh, he's read I, the I writing. Think- that's it. That yeah. must be it. Good to talk yeah. to you,
1: David. We'll catch you in Brisbane on uh, on Sunday and uh, for uh, Top of the League on Monday morning to wrap it all up and and discuss what's been an amazing season.
0: Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure.
1: Dave DeVidovich with us here on t- uh, The Back Post here on Grandstand Breakfast. This is The Back Post with Francis Leach. The Wanderers need to go one better than last year's Grand Final. They know it too. They feel the urgency of the moment. But are they good enough? Here's Moy for Western Sydney. And Aaron Moy squares it up. He's had a couple of siders. This one went under the body of Andrew Redmayne. And parity restored. I need a moment from Moy and a few others to get across the line. Paul Wade, former Socceroos captain and ABC Grandstand A-League analyst is with us on Grandstand Breakfast. He's caught all the Wanderers games this year. Wadey, how are you going?
3: Gorgeous, mate! Absolutely gorgeous. I don't know where uh, you are, but in Sydney, it is beautiful.
1: Are you Are you expecting a Wanderers win?
3: No, to tell you the truth, <laughs> and I've watched, I've watched them a long time, and and I keep watching their last couple of performances, the uh, the raw, and I'm thinking nah, the the quality of the passing, the movement of the players. I know they are cliche's, but mate, they stand out like you would not believe. It's a continuation of of what Poster gave us a couple of years ago.
2: Paul, What? how can they win it? You say that you don't rate them a chance at all. What will they need to do going into this game? Do they need to do something different?
3: You know what, Kelly? I think at times it's what you can't do as much as uh, it is what you can. I just don't think that the Wanderers, A, are very comfortable playing out from the back. They always seem to be like uh, a cat on a hot tin roof. It's like, whoa, don't give it to me um whereas the Brisbane just it just flows and they have so many creative players when you think about Broish and Barisha how is Topo Stanley and Spiranovic going to stop Barisha with the speed that he has with the form that he's in with the goals that he scores from nothing that is a big challenge the only thing that i will say is that up front with Santa Lab, he will cause their defenders a lot of problems. And out wide, we've got a few players who are not playing anymore for the Wanderers. Hersey might go, Moy might go, Ono is definitely going. So this is a very emotional time for them. So, yeah, Kelly, I just think it's what they can't do.
1: But is it a case, and you would have played against teams uh, both in national colours and in the old NSL that were probably more gifted than your own and, and found a way to be competitive? And one of those ways is to just upset the rhythm of teams, take your time with throw-ins and corner kicks, uh, you know, just be a little bit of a, a pest out there and, and get the game on your terms.
3: Yeah, you're not kidding. What, Chelsea did that against Liverpool last weekend, Francis. Exactly I'll what I'm talking you about. What. Yeah, mate, I wanted my money back. And I was only watching it on the telly. <laughs> I was so frustrated, mate. Really, I was. But is that I, the key don't, here? Don't, what's that? Is that the key for the red and black here? You know what? I I think if they do that, the Raw will... Well, I mean, Chelsea sat back. If the Wanderers sit back, it just allows the likes of McKay and Breusch and Berisha to get closer to goal. And they can ping them for about 30 yards and they'll be testing Kovic. So if they sit back, I tell you what, they'd have to be the luckiest team in the world to keep the Roar out of knocking the ball in the back of the net.
2: And the Raw going for their third title in the last four years. It's been a dynasty of sorts despite the change of coaches. Obviously, Ange Postico will set it all up. Um, but it would be well-deserved if they did win it on Sunday afternoon, Paul.
3: Oh, Kelly, I hope they do. I mean, I'm a big Wanderers fan. As Francis said, I've watched all their home games this season. But you know what? Your grand final uh, admittedly is between the two... Well, it should be between the top two teams after the uh, home and away season. Brisbane finished first. They're playing the best football. I just hope, for the sake of uh, of all the players that uh, perform so well that they do get a result because they certainly deserve
1: it. Good to talk to you, mate. Enjoy the grand final. Thanks, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Paul Wade, former Socceroos captain and ABC Grandstand A-League analyst talking to us. And, of course, you'll hear that action. Al Nicholson and the team calling from uh, the uh, Lang Park Suncourt Stadium Sunday afternoon.
3: Each weekend, ABC Grandstand brings you all the action of the A-League. But if you missed all the action from your side's last round... Never fear. We've got you covered with A-League replays.
2: Grandstand Digital replay.
3: Replay. Tune in for full match replays every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday on Digital Radio ABC Grandstand.
2: Grandstand Digital. For
3: broadcast details on Grandstand's coverage of the A-League, check out the Grandstand broadcast schedule online.